0: Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Town TV. And today we're back with a new series, The Traitors U.S. Season 2. We were going to come back with Julia, the Survivor Pod, since we were the reality TV stars, but she couldn't get her act together to watch. So her loss, our gain. Matt is back, friend of the pod. You know him from many guest appearances and all of this. (laughs) If this was a visual, uh, I wish this was a visual podcast for the dancing (laughs) he was just doing. Um, But you know him, you love him. Matt, what's up? How's it going?
1: I am so excited to talk about the Traders with somebody because you're one of two people who told me to watch this show. And now I feel like I'm the person trying to get everybody to watch the Traders. And, you know, the world is missing out. Like, the it world is. Is, is truly missing out. But also, I'm going to say it right now, I think season one was a little no. bit better so far.
0: Oh, no, <laughs> you're so... I, I'm glad, because we have such differing opinions on that, and I want to well, get into it.
1: Well, here's the reason why I think that, honestly. And you and I texted about this before you had even watched anything yet. Mm-hmm. I just... I think what made the Traders so interesting to me was that combination of reality show star and like normie like yeah. those worlds combining and there's no real normies right they have people who aren't reality show stars but they're fucking politicians and UFC fighters and like exactly. basketball players where i the the only thing i didn't like about this compared to season 1 and to be fair i only watched season 1 one time i binged it in like 2 yeah. days so maybe i'm forgetting this this just feels like it has so much more of the manufactured immediate drama and concern in it which is like frustrating it's why i like shows like the circle and survivor more than i like stuff like the real housewives and this feels really real housewives the way that some of the cast members are acting towards each other so that's my That's my one strike. Yeah, Still had a blast watching these episodes twice, but that bothers me a little bit. See,
0: now I completely disagree. Okay. Um, So I love... Okay, let me just preface this by saying, if you're listening to this episode specifically, we are going to talk about episodes one through three. So if you haven't seen two and three, come back to this episode. Go watch them come back. They all Mm. dropped this week. And then two you love a lot of reality TV shows, all the Netflix ones, everything that drops, they're complete strangers and they're building chemistry from the ground up, right? And things like that. And I get the appeal of that. And people like Andy from last season, they stand out to me, et cetera. But I would say that the first few normies, quote unquote, that got voted out in season one, made no good TV, like none. (laughs) Now, the good thing about something like this is it's 21, like, a lot of them are strangers, some of them are not, but they're meat. They know how to make good TV, right? They're iconic, all and They know reality TV, they know what to do. Now, I will say that this season felt like a lot more, and use I think you said these exact words, manufactured. Like, yeah, it's if it's less that it's more like um producer meddling, director meddling. No, no, where- no,
1: I think it's them being because like here was the biggest moment. This This is a great starting point. The second that the first segment where Alan taps the shoulders of two people to make them traitors, there is already speculation flying off the goddamn yeah. handle. This is so why would you speculate immediately? The traders have done nothing. You have nothing to work off uh, except for like, well, I thought I felt his arm touch the person beside like. It's so dumb and so frustrating to watch.
0: Okay. But I think that's the beauty of it because I think they perfectly cast people that they know can't help themselves. (laughs) When you cast a bunch of normal people, you don't know the game they're going to play. And I think that's like a flaw of the new survivors, right? Uh, An old survivor, they would cast these wild cards that would just act up and be crazy. And that's great. Now, the casting feels safe and everyone wants to be like super PC and super play a middle game. So you don't yeah. offend anyone and everyone loves you on social media. Like they're specifically casting. Like people are going to act up like, um, Oh my God, I'm already bad. Larsa Pippen apparently is like a villain on real housewives. She's and she a was a
1: villain in real life. Do you know the, the whole her and Marcus stuff? Cause I Ooh. did a deep dive and it's, awkward Tell i do me, not like this do like
0: a one minute spiel for the people listening because i know mm-hmm. the gist like michael jordan is his dad scotty pippen is her ex-husband ex-hu- and it, yeah that like, just feels like that, drama
1: that alone is weird so scotty pippen and michael jordan were part of the chicago bulls in the 80s into the yeah. early 90s they are considered like one of the greatest basketball teams of all time marcus is michael jordan's oldest son Or second oldest. He's he's a son of Michael Jordan, and Scottie Pippen's wife is now his girlfriend.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's fucked
1: up. (laughs) Which is weird, and like the age gap isn't like that dramatic. It's like a thirteen year age gap, but what's uncomfortable about it (laughs) is like I refuse. They say that they have never met each other until recently. Fucked up. I don't like that absolutely no chance i refuse to accept in any way shape or form that that's that's the case and i'm sure that this is just like the way the real housewives are the way she is with like having a framed heart photo of him beside her bed yeah if i was dating somebody who had a framed heart picture of my face next to them i would break up with them call the cops that's that's level crazy That's true
0: love what do you mean like, yeah, no. come on. Yeah, like
1: i'm just like this is yeah. insane so the whole time are we are we spoilers are like flying yeah. free at this point right, right? yes yeah,
0: spoilers.
1: i was the best call the traders made was killing marcus because yeah, agreed there was there was nothing good that was going to come from us having to watch that relationship for the next 11 episodes or whatever And like they said, Marcus was probably one of the only people who was smart enough to actually play the game properly and figure out like who was traitors. So get him out and then, you know, let this this woman from Real Housewives be the villain that they are clearly setting her up to be throughout this. Uh Um, Now, you're the bigger survivor person than I am. I've seen half of season 43 and I've seen... (laughs) 44, 44, and 44 and 45 and, 45, yeah. and season one. So okay. I've got a big gulf <laughs> that I'm still working through. Just a
0: little bit of a gap.
1: A little bit of a gap that I'm still... I'm going to watch all 45 seasons in my lifetime. Yeah. That will happen. But um, clearly there is some yes. like very well-covered drama that I'm missing out on. I know that yeah. one of the two girls won. I'm assuming was the other person like in the final four or... So-
0: Okay, this is, if if you don't want to be survi- Survivor Spoiler, skip 30 to 45 seconds, okay? But I'm just going to tell the general drama between, I, I'll try not to spoil too much, but okay. Um, I've officially seen all of their seasons, except for season 40, which is Winners at War. So that kind of spoils it a little bit. They played in season 40, which means both of them have won at some point. Okay. And I will also say that Sandra is the first only two people in in the world have done this. The first two-time winner, Sandra. Okay. She's been on three or four seasons, I think. Yeah, maybe four. I Now I'm blanking. But Parvati's been on four. So Parvati mm-hmm. was on Cook Island season 13. She was on Micronesia, which was fan versus favorites, in 16. She was on Heroes versus Villains in 20. And then she came back for Winners of War. So their beef isn't one that is... On screen so you you won't watch survivor and say oh my god they have like a huge feud it's all about those two are like the queens of survivor and they say mm-hmm. that right poverty on the episode says it's all about who's the uh, we have some feuding about who's the queen of survivor and I think there's been some like social media words thrown around because people are usually in the Sandra camp or they're in the poverty camp um, but I, I For me personally, as someone who's like wasn't there when this was happening back in the day, I'm a new survivor fan. Um, I'm team both, I'm predominantly team Parvity because I'm a fucking obsessed with her. I literally wrote down
1: Parvity's kind of one of the first people because I only knew like one and a half people starting this season. Like, I knew Peppermint from RuPaul's Drag Race, Mm -hmm. and I I'm aware of who Marcus Jordan is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's like, as sure. that's like as deep as I went. So just based on like, all right, who seems like normal, normal enough. I always lean towards like, who will give me good reality TV yeah. without it being like, God, I fucking hate this person. They're so mm-hmm. stressful and obnoxious. And poverty, like right out the gate struck me as like, okay, well, this is someone I'm more likely to root for than, say, a real housewife person. OK, <laughs> like, yeah.
0: so, so this is perfect. So I do want to just w- let's talk about right off the bat. The first twist we get, they name the two traders, Phaedra mm-hmm. and Dan. And I have words about that, but let's stick with Parvati for now. And then they get to choose. And now this is what I think is producer meddling. I think that they made them choose Parvati because. One, I was thrilled. Like you should have seen me. I was screaming my head off when they picked her because <laughs> I prefer to know one of the traders because you know you got to root for the traders. You yeah, like right, and, and everyone knows this game is stacked in the traders' everywhere. It's it's kind of lame to root for the traders because they're gonna win. In and and I know that if you watch UK and Canada and all that, there have been faithfuls that have won. Um, but last season, I'm a big Suri fan as well. Spoiler alerts. You know how that ended. Well,
1: can we talk about that for a split second? I was talking about this with someone else. I was talking about how I love that twist. I I love how Sari won it all last season. Yeah. My only problem with it is that I don't like it that it was how the first season was won because it seems like how do I word this? It seems like because that has already been put out there as an option. Now, if we ever see two traders in the final, you know that one of them is going to attempt to backstab the other. Like, it has just been put into the ether as a game move now. Well, and it's, I, it's just something okay. that I'm like, uh, oh, I think we might see this. If they keep doing more and more seasons, I think you're going to see people try to recreate that specific moment time and time again if the opportunity yeah. arises.
0: Okay, well, he- here's where I disagree. I think the only reason Sari did that to Ari is because he came in at the last hour and mm-hmm. was like, he doesn't deserve this. I've been, like, gaming for 10 days straight, and he just, like, walked in and was like, oh, sure, I'll split the money. Yeah. I thought that was such a weird, like, Ari quitting felt manufactured to me as well. Like, that just felt weird, whatever. But either way, badass Sari, obsessed. I hated that they added that trader at the last second last year. I'm like, how are the faithfuls ever going to win if you're just like throwing in traders once they get them yeah. out? I mean, what's the point? But, but I will starting say
1: starting at the beginning, it makes more sense, I think, like yeah. what they're doing in this season. Yes. You get exactly. to pick one more trader, three three against the other 18 is a fair game to me. Like, I
0: agree because they're killing someone every night anyway. So there's 10 episodes and whatever, however many that. You know, I I don't know if it's actually every single episode, but I'm pretty sure it is. So that's like ten gone right there. So then the rest they have to like you know sit
1: and figure it out. But I wrote something really dumb. Okay. In the beginning of the first episode, Alan Rook, not Alan Rook. What the fuck am I talking Alan about? Cumming. Alan Cummings. Alan Cummings. <laughs> Cummings. Why did I? Whatever. Uh, Alan Cummings says twenty one of you are here for now, but who knows what the future holds. And I know that he's probably implying people will die, but I'm like, ooh, or is he saying that they might add players mid game? So, season?
0: OK, so apparently they dropped a teaser trailer and I do have a slight spoiler Okay. Um, again. Fast forward 30 seconds. If you don't want this, apparently it's in the trailer, though, that they dropped. Apparently, Kate from below deck comes back.
1: OK. So yeah, yeah,
0: which is fabulous. Like I, I (laughs) couldn't ask for a better person to pick. She was the best part of last season, besides Suri. She was fucking best.
1: Was Kate the one that was like? want it to get voted out for most stuff.
0: she was like season. oh my god iconic her and rachel when rachel's like well i don't trust you and she looked at rachel and was like well i wouldn't wear that outfit so i guess i don't trust you either or something like that <laughs> I'm like oh my god she's an icon um but yeah i didn't watch it because i don't love that they did that that should have been like a bombshell but mm-hmm. they're just trying to pull in people i mean peacock is a hard sell i feel and the traders like people don't a lot of people don't watch reality TV. Like this is something I know my mom would love, but I'm going to have to sit her ass down and watch it with her for her to actually like watch the show. And then she'll do it. But if I'm just like, Hey, watch this game show. She's going to be like, no, no.
1: Yeah. No. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, okay. But let's actually get in. So they did pick Parvati, which again, I think was a little manufactured, but I'm not mad about it because Parvati is going to be an incredible trader so let's hear about what your thoughts are on Phaedra and Dan as the other two traders. because I have thoughts.
1: So I'm going into it kind of blind with as far as like knowing any of these people. Phaedra, I really don't have an opinion on just yet, but I will say that I like Dan as a trader. Um, Dan was someone who, again, I know nothing about his big brother past, but just out the gate, I said, okay, this guy's got this like kind of charming, but like, charming in a christian bale american psycho kind of way where it's like okay. it's like all right this dude seems like he's got it together but it also seems like if you told me that there was like a bunch of dead women buried in his backyard <laughs> i would be i wouldn't <laughs> be like startled by it you know sure. but i think he works as a traitor but it's also like ooh, he might be the first traitor that the faithfuls find because there are already a few people on yep. his scent and i don't really remember what he did to to put himself in the crosshairs, yeah. really.
0: Okay. So I have the opposite. Again, I love this. We're a complete opposite. I love Phaedra. I think. And I don't know. Phaedra. So Phaedra was on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Got fired. And now she's on Married to Medicine.
1: Is, is Phaedra. I don't know the drama. So again, when it's like, I don't know any of these people and they're just dropping 20 people in front of me, like I'm supposed to know them, stuff gets blurred. Was Phaedra the one that was trying to explain who every person was from the show to John the politician?
0: No, that was was Janelle. That That was Janelle from. I I like uh, Janelle a lot,
1: too. (laughs) Cause just the way she was like at one point she's like, "God damn, John, you gotta get it together." Yeah. <laughs> like...
0: Oh wait, wait, wait. To John, yeah, maybe it was to John. I'm thinking when yeah. Janelle was explaining to Kevin, and she's yeah. like, ben- "Johnny Bananas, he won like seven seasons of the Challenge." He's like, "What Challenge?" It's like the yeah. show, the Challenge. <laughs> oh
1: no, that's who I'm talking about. So maybe it was Kevin. I, I le- Kevin's the one from Love Island, right? The no, man, <laughs> okay. I can't remember anyone. All this right, is insane. So
0: Love Island <laughs> is. Uh Bergy
1: and Sue. I, I like Bergy. I like Bergy. He's would. like a big dumb dummy and I love okay, it. Okay, wait,
0: let's get back <laughs> on track really quick. Sorry. So Dan, what I think about Dan is I think he sucks at the game. Like I, I think that in general, people were excited that he was a traitor because he's big brother. He won. Like I like the drama of, I didn't know this. So I don't watch damn Damn brother. I don't watch big brother. I don't know a single thing about it. Uh, But I liked that, you know, Dan wrote Janelle's name down the last time she saw her. He saw her. So, like, that's cool drama, too. But I think that he needs to speak up. You can't just be silent. They're calling him out for being silent. And then he's still silent. And then I think his his acting is bad. Like, I don't know. I think he would have been a better faithful. I think because he's a traitor, he's being very suspiciously quiet. Whereas if he was a. Faithful, he. I feel like he'd be a little more comfortable in his skin knowing he's not a traitor and navigating it. I just think that he he's not acting right. Like watching him, like like just hang around the Othello and Hamlet and stuff. I'm like, Parvati just walked up and grabbed it. I'm like, yeah, girl, go get that from him. He's not gonna pick it. Like he's he's being yeah. he's being too antsy. Which I get. This game is freaking freaky, man. But I'm not a Dan fan as of yet. As
1: so. Of yet talking about the chalice we're jumping all the way to episode three but we have to talk about the chalice for a second Mm -hmm. now it has to be part of the editing there's no way otherwise if you were in this house based on the way that the last five minutes was shot is there any doubt in your brain that you would be like yeah poverty's clearly a (laughs) traitor like the way she's i couldn't breathe she's doing such a bad job of being subtle about this goddamn challenge
0: oh my god I couldn't (laughs) breathe I was like Parvati's (laughs) done like she she took this on and now she's gonna get got and because no one else was looking at her weird we as a group the group I was watching with thought sandra was eyeing her up weird now that could yeah. just be that sandra's always staring at barbady to make sure she's not up to something because she yeah. knows barbady it's like a weird cup and she was just like hey anybody wants some wine and then was just taking it and putting it down and taking it and putting it in other places and it was like girl just leave it leave yeah, the, it and the whoever name picks of it up the game is, is
1: subtlety like you know what yeah I mean? like-
0: yeah, but um people are speculating that she gives it to Ekansu which I would be really sad about because I that's the only season of Love Island I ever watched and Ekansu won that season with Davide and she was fucking incredible. Like agent of chaos. Like there's a scene where She's dating this one guy. Love Island is so weird, but you're like, you know, matched with this guy. And I've tried up. to watch
1: Love Island. The yeah. problem with Love Island is every season like 53 episodes or something because no, it's, it's, it's it's released unwell. like daily. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah.
0: But there's a scene of her. They have a balcony and there's this guy on the balcony and there's a scene of her crawling under the balcony to, like so no one could see above it. To hook up with this guy, even though she was with someone else, like that's like her iconic moment. But there was many, many moments, and so I love her. But and I don't think she's gotten enough screen time to be a star. But I—I I was she would literally going to
1: say she's probably the most covered, the the least covered human. Yeah. In these first three episodes, I kept forgetting she was there when I did the rewatch, and she showed up. I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" Yeah. Like,
0: so I I split everyone up in A team, B team, and C team for now for the first three. So we'll get to that after we um, finish the cup twist. But I think they they were making it seem like they were going to give it to Peter. But I don't think it's Peter because they, they showed him, meaning that I don't think it's him. So unfortunately, I do think Ekansu is the... Dumb dumb, who um takes the cup and is so. I phaedra is the one who was like, That girl's brain's on vibe is working on vibrate or something. Yeah. I'm like, she, I'm like, th- <laughs> That's why I like phaedra. Phaedra is just good TV, and inherently, when you're a trader, you get so much screen time. You so get more I screen like time than anybody
1: else. Yeah, she
0: may be problematic outside. That's the bad thing about these people. Like, I'm like rooting for some people that could be just the worst on their own respective show. But I'm I'm blind. So message us in Discord or something and tell me if people are awful and I should. Yeah, who should we not like?
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, who should we not like? Can we talk about the first elimination?
0: Yes. So the first kill or the first elimination?
1: Uh, I mean, we can do the first kill and then the first elimination. I feel like that's fair enough. I mean, Johnny Bananas, R.I.P. We hardly knew ye. So (laughs) you don't know him, right? No. I mean, I've heard. Here's the thing he must have made a huge impact because I was aware of the name Johnny Bananas. Like, as someone who's never watched any of the shows that he's tied to, I was aware that this was a human being.
0: I used to watch all the real world, the challenges back in the day when they were still like the Inferno and like all that like era. So CT and Johnny Bananas are two people I do know. CT more so than Johnny Bananas, honestly. But he was from the real world Key West and then the challenge, but he was cracking me up and I think it was smart to get him out because he is really good. He's won the chat. Like they said, he's won the challenge seven times. He's known specifically. Um, he was on house of villains recently, I think too, which was like a new um, show with like New York, like yeah. Tiffany Pollard. I think whatever.
1: you told me about house of villains. Yes. <laughs> so,
0: Johnny bananas like is known for like he got to the end of one of the challenges and it was like one of those things where he could have split the money with the person he was with and he ended up taking it all instead of mm-hmm. splitting the prize. So like people really think he is um, a villain, but he would have been really good TV. Honestly, I thought CT would be better TV than he is being CT is just kind of like mosing around being like doing dopey faces, which is so funny. I, I love CT. He's like such a jackass, but I love him. So happy that they're there but yeah hardly knew ye um especially if you don't know his reputation i was excited to see him but um he would have been good TV, be, but I- i'm okay with him going first it's, but do it,
1: you think that it was just based on the way people were talking about johnny bananas do you think it was a good call to not make him a traitor like do you think that he would have been bad at covering up the fact that he was a traitor
0: no i think he would have been good him and ct okay. i think both would have been it would have been good
1: okay just curious yeah. i'm i'm yeah For the people that you actually know, I am curious if you think that they fell into the correct category.
0: Yeah, Um, and I mean it's tough because so many of these people would have been a good trader. It's like for me, I think that Dan is not giving good TV. Like the only thing that's good about him is other people calling him out right now. Like MJ called him out. Like certain people being like Dan, we plead your case. Like you're being sketchy. What's your case?
1: Yeah, I think that in the next batch of episodes, Dan's gone. Like, I, I think that he's the the traitor okay. that they definitely catch. But then they have their counsel. I hate being the person who says this, but I'm going to say this. Do it. There's this manufactured by the, not by the producers, but by the the cast drama with Peppermint. Oh. Because when someone says, well, if I die, then you must be a traitor. And Peppermint, in a very drag queen, RuPaul's Drag Race kind yeah. of way. Goes, oh my God. And then says something like, the only thing that's going to be killing anybody is my outfits. Like, this turns into like, oh, she acted weird when we said that. There's this part of me that's like, why does this feel kind of homophobic or transphobic to me in a strange way?
0: We were so mad and we knew it was going to happen. So Trishell has a weird so okay, so Trishell is from the real world as well. She's like one of the CT Johnny Bananas. Yeah. I remember her. I watched her season. Um people are enraged online. Like Trishell is having to like really she's getting beat up online about this from all angles and it's like
1: And I think it's because it feels like, and maybe it's because the first reality TV I ever watched was RuPaul's Drag Race. And I have become very accustomed with the way that drag queens and like people on that show talk to each other. I was like, you took such a normal reaction to a joking accusation and turned it into a full-blown witch hunt to get this person kicked out in the very first episode. Which, like, I think peppermint if we're talking about who would have been great television peppermint would have been incredible tv yeah
0: well on there first
1: of all need more queens
0: were. yeah Need oh, more my queens God. on this show
1: i but- and i'm telling i want give me bianca del rio give me jinx monsoon give me uh, a door i yeah <laughs> i want i want all, give me more drag queens on future seasons. totally of traders. Give me an all drag queen season. Right?
0: Oh my god, that would be mayhem. That'd be incredible. <laughs> Why don't they do that? RuPaul's the Traders.
1: RuPaul. Oh my god, RuPaul's <laughs> the Traders. It would be Honestly, that at a certain point I'm like, let's just do it. Let's just be like Survivor All-Stars Traders. Like yeah. Big Brother All-Stars Traders, like just get all the people from one specific reality show and put them on a different has game beat, and just yeah. let them go fucking wild. Um,
0: Yeah, so I was pissed at this, and in this game, if someone says your name in a weird way, even jokingly being like, oh, they're a traitor, your name gets put out in Survivor, in Traitors, it doesn't go away. Like, Parvati is lucky she snuck out of Larsa accusing her of, like, getting tapped because she she has an uh, incredible hearing, and she heard Alan's hand raise near Parvati, and it's like, Parvati knows. You could see it in Parvati's face, like, Someone accuses you at the table like, oh, I heard Alan. It's definitely poverty, like baseless. And but play- then again, your name's out there. And especially on the first vote, there are no other names. You don't even know each other. Yeah. You're just like, well, people are talking about Peppermint. So I might as well throw sh- shit at the wall and see if it sticks. And it's just fucked up. It's super fucked up because you're right. Peppermint had a normal reaction. And it was a weird thing for Trishel to say because the conversation went like this peppermint said i really hope i get to i i stay alive because i have a lot of good outfits i want to wear and then trichelle said same and then was like if i die she kills me she's a traitor and i'm like
1: what how does that a go to b (laughs) that's not even like a complete no yeah like nothing made sense there it it really like i was like this is actually frustrating The other thing that's been kind of frustrating, and I remember this happened a lot in season one. I don't think it's really happened much in season two is like the deaths feel very arbitrary in the sense of like none of the faithfuls are trying to to look at who's being killed off as some type of him. You know what I mean? Like. Like no one's like, oh, why would they take out Marcus and Johnny Bananas? Is there any particular like I literally yesterday at the church youth group that I work at, we played a game of werewolf and I was the werewolf. Yeah. And like I used that skill set. I was sitting on a couch and one of the girls put her foot on my shoulder because she was suspicious that I was the werewolf. Yeah. So I killed her. I was like, this person's going to literally feel me move. So they have to be killed. They have to be the next person killed. Yeah. But then when someone accused me, I didn't kill them because it was like, that would seem suspicious Yeah. that the person who accused me. Like, you have to think about that. And, like, Mm -hmm. the fact that none of these characters are remotely thinking about, like, oh, why is this person being off? Why is this person being off? What could it possibly be? Like.
0: Yeah, I think Johnny Bananas was obscure. I think that was just one of those ones where they're like, he's a really good player. He yeah. might be able to find but, us out. But two,
1: but they should be debating why Marcus. There should I be a question because, as to why Marcus.
0: And you know who should have figured that out was Max. So Maxim yeah. from Dancing with the Stars. He's another one I knew Val as his younger brother on Dancing with the Stars. I'm I was obsessed with So You Think You Can Dance, and my mom is obsessed with Dancing with the Stars. So like, I'm very in tune to that world as well. But Max had a good read on people, a really good read, and them thinking he was sketchy in episode three and 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 voting him out was stupid. I thought like, yeah. he wasn't even being that weird. They were just like, Max, you're you're beat, dude. But Max, Marcus. And Dan were in a conversation and Marcus and and Max were like talking big strategy, talking about Dan, you're being quiet, etc. And then Dan kills Marcus. Max should be like, huh, why Marcus? I was in that conversation with Dan, like Dan's fucking sketchy. Like, yeah, that should have happened for sure.
1: One hundred percent. And it's and that's where the Dan and that's where Dan needs to be talking more as well a great move would have been for Dan to be like, huh, Marcus got killed. And Max and I were having a conversation about strategy the other day. You know what I mean? Like you can take that. You can take what the heat is. That's that could be shot on you and shoot it on the other person. And if you're the one who verbalizes it first, people are going to be quicker to believe you than the person who points the finger. You, You know what I mean? Like, Yep. But they, I, you know what? As we're having this conversation, I'm agreeing with you how bad Dan <laughs> is at being a traitor because he's not doing no. any mind games at all. The only other... Per- well, like I said, I like Bergy. He's just a big, dumb oaf kind of wandering around. I mm-hmm. think he's going to be here for a while because I don't think anyone's going to see him as a threat. So there's no reason yeah. to kill him right away. But can we talk about John the politician? Because I love the idea... Uh, He's the closest thing we get to a Normie because he seems very out of his element. I don't think he knows who any of these people are. (laughs) He's just like along for the ride. And he's not going to... I don't think he's going to make any good TV, but I'm enjoying just watching him try to figure out who these people are and what's going on.
0: (laughs) I mean, he kind of is already making good TV with just like the asthma of it all. Like uh, Janelle, I mean, it was like, you're breathing weird. You're breathing weird. And he's like... (laughs) I'm sort of asthmatic. And then later she's like, well, do you have an inhaler? And he's like, no. And she's like, got him. Bam. Like, it's so funny. I feel like I'm confusing people. I think it was Janelle who said that. But um, yeah, I mean, the funniest part about John was when Max had to be like, John, up here, buddy. This is where we're going, like up the stairs, like to <laughs> go to bed. But apparently I heard this. Um, They don't sleep there. They make it what? seem like they go upstairs and sleep there, but they don't, which makes sense only because I've thought about this. And it's like, this is just a house. Like, are they locking everyone in their room? So the people have to, the traders have to escape and go to the turret or whatever to chat. So it's like, I know whose door is right next to mine. If I hear that it opened because they've got to leave, I know yeah. property a trader. You know what I mean? So it kind of makes sense.
1: It, it depends because like, So a show like The Circle, right? They're all in an apartment complex and they're not supposed to know who's real or not real. And the question came up of how do you not figure it out? Like when you can probably hear like they're like in my apartment, I can hear the people through my walls. So like and they're literally like the way the apartment is built is like you have to imagine that on each floor there is literally just two apartment rooms, one on the furthest left hand side and one Mm -hmm. on the furthest like opposite end. And then the next floor over, it's tilted the other way where it's like it's like it's specifically designed so that the lowest chance of soundtrack. So I'm sure that if they were, I I agree that makes more sense that they don't stay there. But if they were, I'm sure they would stagger out who was in what rooms enough that like you couldn't hear anything that was happening uh, in any circumstance. But I do love the idea. I love the idea of like. You're in this room. You've got your own private bathroom or whatever. They lock you in there for the night. So you have no reason to leave. Like your bathroom's there. Everything you need is there. And then just if you're a traitor... In your, like, closet is this cloak that you wear that just in case someone, for whatever reason, is able to see you through the keyhole, all they just see is a cloaked figure is walking by. Yeah, that's kind
0: of cool. Like,
1: I love that idea. But, yeah, I guess it kind of ruins the magic to know that they're just, like, crashing in the hotel room. (laughs)
0: Totally. Okay, next, speaking of twists, this was like the last twist I've written down is the shields, which was really cool. I thought that the shields is a good way to at least save you from being murdered. It doesn't save you from being voted out, but at least there's a, like an immunity challenge in Survivor. Yeah. Like, you know, some people are gunned for every week if they just happen to be winning immunity. At least they have a, a chance to not be voted out. And I like that um about this because it really... God damn, season one was so favored towards the traders. Yeah.
1: I mean, if you're a trader, you're going to want to get that shield every single time. right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to want make to make sure that whoever you want is available, that there's no <laughs> that there's nothing protecting the people. And I mean, depending on, you know, it's one of those things where mind games works two different ways. It's like if you're really trying hard to get a shield every single time, people are going to be like, well, he's absolutely not a traitor because he's terrified of dying.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or,
1: or someone's going to be like, man, he really wants those shields. He wants to make sure he can kill whoever he wants. Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, like, and that's the beauty of it, I think, yeah. right? It could go yeah. either way. No real drama except for the Su and Janelle fight for the one shield. I love Sue and I don't really care about Janelle at this point, but in my eyes, Janelle had the shield and the neck and Sue like came in and tried to get it afterwards. Like the fight was for naught, I think. I, yeah. I actually agree with Janelle. I was on her side. I didn't want to be, but I think I can sue was like kind of like faking that fight a little bit.
1: Yeah, probably. Okay. I I also love, I think it was the very first challenge. Uh I forget who it even was. Was it Sandra? Someone runs and just grabs the shield and like Alan Cummings is like, don't forget to help your." Of your partners, and they're just fucking. It was Janelle. Yeah, it was Janelle, Janelle. just fucking booked it to the Shields. Like, abandoned everybody. Oh my God. It was, but I mean, talking about great TV, I was like, that. Yeah, it's something I will think about for years to come. (laughs) It's like just someone hauling ass to grab a shield while the rest of their team is like struggling to get out of the water.
0: Yep, (laughs) it is fun. It was very funny. I don't know what I would do. And that's the again, the beauty of this watching from your couch. You're like, God damn, like would I go for the shield. I don't know. My anxiety might take over and I would go for the shield, even though that seems sketchy. I
1: feel like. And it's easier said than done. I feel like if it was either one of us on there, you and I would both probably go with the same as people would probably see it as boring, but like try not to ruffle any feathers and observe for a little bit and just like try to play as middle as possible. Be very useful during challenges. Make sure that people enjoy your presence, but like be very careful of what what we're saying. Don't want to like get on anyone's Yes. Bad side just yet, and then play from there. Like- so my
0: my attempt in in a game, um, you know, take Kelly from Survivor. My I would play the game she played, but I would be more crazy in confessionals. Like I would give my TV moments in the confessionals where no one else knows that that's happening, and then play it cool. Like it's you're no fun when you play it cool and you don't have any cool confessionals or anything. Like playing the yeah. mid game is why some some reality shows aren't fun, right? And yeah. and I was a fan of Kelly in the beginning, and then as I got, like, post-Kelly getting voted out, I was like, you know what? She was kind of boring. Like, I liked her because she's relatable. She's, like, a queer, brunette girl. You know what I mean? She was, like, <laughs> athletic, and, like, she was playing, like, a, a decent game, and I was like, oh, shit, I, I like her. And then I was like, you know what? She could have she could have stepped it up a little bit. I
1: think her biggest problem, and she said it, you know, now that we're talking about Survivor for a quick, but I think she got handcuffed, Bruce. into being Bruce's like yeah most trusted confidant and could not totally. shake that free like mm-hmm. like she totally. got voted out essentially because Bruce kept not like, I know. getting voted out like it's- right anyway. okay
0: let's i'm going to go through since we've talked about a lot of this and we'll we'll get the rest when we do this so I'm going to go through who I put in my A-team, B-team, C-team, okay? okay? Um, A lot of these people we already talked about, so unless you have something else to say, we'll just rip. So my A-team is as follows. Of course, Parvati Shallow, my girl from Survivor, Queen, Legend, Absolute Legend. The only thing I have to add is the conversation... Oh, no, no. This is not the only thing I have to add. I was going to say the Parvati-Sandra conversation, but that is nothing compared to her weird vote against Kevin in Episode 3. That was... Cuckoo bananas. And I was wondering if you think something got edited out because afterwards we didn't have to see her explain herself either. It felt so random to me. Like if, if weird Peter and Kevin didn't come up with that plan to vote each other, which also makes no fucking sense, then Parvati would have been the only vote on Kevin. Like it's like if his name was not in the conversation at all, it's sketchy to vote him.
1: Yeah. Like, no. Why I didn't agree. she vote Max? That's did do you think that she just didn't think it was going to lean Max at a certain point? Like I,
0: I probably she probably misread it and was yeah. like, it's gonna be Dan. I can't vote Dan. But people were talking about Max a lot, so she could have voted Max and been like, I don't know, it seemed sketchy. Like that's an easy explain away.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. But yeah, no, that you're you're right. That that kind of just got breezed yeah. right past.
0: Could be in the next episodes because the chalice really took over post um, roundtable.
1: Dear like lord, ASAP. I cannot wait for the fallout of that goddamn chalice. She's uh, the best,
0: though, Harvey. I'm obsessed with you. I alone. would, I would put
1: her in the same tier. Yes.
0: Okay. Next is I'm giving it to him only because he was only in one episode. It's Johnny Bananas. I think he was still good in his one episode. Like I'm when he said that Bergie soiled himself. I was cackling out loud because Burgie is such a little dorkist. Um, I've been watching him since the beginning. So of like the challenge. So I'm a fan.
1: I don't I, I don't I have just, an opinion. He wasn't there long enough for me to Ken. establish one. Uh, so I would put him in whatever the most middle tier okay. is. So. All right, like B, like a B minus, like B.
0: Next is Peppermint, of course. A team. Should have been an A.
1: Should have been an A team. She is an A team. It's devastating how quickly Peppermint was let go. Put Peppermint in another reality show. Put Peppermint Peppermint
0: in in the Oval Office.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I agree
0: with with Parvati as as her VP. Okay, so um next I have Larsa Pippen, which I hear she's like a total sketchbag, maybe outside of of the game. Like we already talked about this, but I think she's giving great TV. And my ABC is truly just: am I enjoying watching them? Are they mid, or are they, or like kind of are they have potential, or C meaning like they barely got any screen time? So Larsa came into the A. Okay. Um, I thought she was good. She's been good. Like on round table, she actually has some pretty good insights and I was impressed. So I put her in my A. All
1: right. Based on the structure that you're giving, I would say, yes, put her in the A. If we're just talking about my personal feelings, like if I like them, then it's a C or D tier. Like, yeah, don't don't actually enjoy this person too much. But yes, right now, Lars is bringing the most television time and doing the best with it.
0: All right, and the last one I have is Phaedra, and she, of course, is a traitor. Dan is not in my A, but Phaedra and Parvati made it. is um, just, like, so funny. Like, everything she said, she's like, I'm a killer. Like, yeah. Like, she's like, who's feeding her these lines? It's so funny. Like, it's so goofy, and I'm a fan. So I put her in the A-team. I think she's just going to keep giving, like, fun, weird faces, fun commentary. I'm in for it. And I love what? that she's a crush on all the handsome men. That's yeah, hilarious.
1: I, I think that's fair. I would probably put her in a, in a high-level B tier myself, but that's okay. fine.
0: All right, so we're at the B tier. So I have John Burkow, former Speaker of the House of Commons in the UK. I have him just because I thought he was so funny, and he's going to be gone soon probably. So I put him in the B. I just think he's like... The asthma thing was cracking me up. And, yeah, like, I would was, say like, I would have put John and... in my A.
1: Honestly, I, yeah. I I like John a lot, and I think that he adds a a cool dimension to the to the show. So, yep,
0: that's good uh maxim i put him uh, again r.i.p he's done but i think again he had a his finger like on the pulse of the game and and it was probably good to get him out early because he he wasn't taking anyone's bullshit like he was like calling people out i liked that about him and also he's just handsome and i like i love him on dancing with the stars he's not on it anymore but i used to so
1: right yeah b is i think b is a good location for him
0: okay Next is the one I haven't really talked about, which is Sandra Diaz Twine, who is an icon and a legend. Her first season is Pearl Island, season seven. So you'll get there if you're watching in order. Then you'll get there sooner rather than later. I thought it was a great. I thought it was a great season. I thought she crushed it. Her her style is a lot of like anybody but me. Is her strategies so like like not like too many heavy alliances. She's just like kind of going with the flow. She's got a sassy mouth. I love that about her, but. I didn't think she had too much um, screen time. I just knew I was that- going to
1: say, I think your yeah. tier ranking is based on previous knowledge yes. because
0: bias. Yep.
1: Because I have no opinion one way or the other. I don't even think she got more than one or two talking head segments. You yeah, know what I mean? I like it's, it's very poverty heavy right now, as far as this survivor battle yep. goes. So, totally. um, I, I am indifferent. I guess that'll be a low B tier for me, ultimately, okay. just because I don't know anything yet. But okay. hopefully next three episodes, I get more to to move her up in. All
0: right. Okay, next is Dan. So I gave him a B. He's getting a lot of screen time. I, again, I like people talking about him. I just don't necessarily like his parts. Like I, I'm screaming at the TV to speak. I'm like, speak. Say something. Defend yourself.
1: Yeah, I... You know what it is? I think I like Dan's talking heads. And then he brings none of that energy to any interaction with any other human being. Because he has a lot to say when he's alone with the camera in a chair. And he actually has kind of good and funny things to say. Mm -hmm. And then brings none of it to the game. So I think that B is a pretty good call. I also don't think that we'll be, you know, if we're doing this after the next batch of episodes, I don't think that we're talking about Dan. I think Dan's gone. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Dan's on the chopping block.
0: Yep. I totally agree with that. Um, next is Janelle. I think she had a, she had a lot of goofy things this episode. I don't necessarily like her, but I do like the TV she's giving in general. Like I'm on the fence. She's t- she's doing too much. I did like when she was like, um, I don't know if you're a traitor, but if you are a trader, recruit me. Like, I just like that energy <laughs> that she gave. But again, like once we're getting down here, I have less and less to say because they are just not like on, on yeah. my radar. But my last one is, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Bergie Um, I had him in C and I bumped him to B because of the way he led that third challenge with the Graves. Mm-hmm. Um, And I love that people were like, like delicious like calling them stupid names. And like when Sue was calling him out for having red cheeks and like being nervous and like stuttering and stuff, I was fucking cackling. I just like you said, I don't think people are going to think of him as a threat. So I think he'll just be pure entertainment.
1: I feel like more than any other person on this season of reality TV, Bergy feels like he's there with a the hope of redemption. I didn't yeah. see his season of Love Island or anything, but it it seems like he apparently came off looking really dumb on love Island and he's trying to prove that he's not an idiot. So like I'm rooting for him. I want, I want him to be the one that like leads the, leads the chase on them getting their first trader out. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like I want, I really want Bergie to maybe not go the distance and win the whole damn thing, but I want him to have one or two of those moments and that challenge where he kind of, helped the challenge be successful. Yeah. Was like a good start in that direction. Like I I do want to see him get his redemption story.
0: Yep. Okay. So these the rest is all C team. I'm just gonna rip through these and then we can talk Go in general it. about these. So this and I'm gonna say where each of them are from, just to reiterate for people who like us don't really know them that well. So MJ is from Shaws of Sunset. I think that she has potential to jump into the B. She's she was being very smart, calling out Dan, etc. I just think sh- that she had no fucking screen time. Like, they were saying MJ, and I'm like, who is MJ? So that means yeah. she has to be a C. Next is CT, who I love, from CT and DM fame. Um, obsessed. And um, he was from the real world Paris, and then the challenge, he won a bunch as well. Trishel from real world Las Vegas. What a bitch. <laughs> I-, I put her in C. She probably should have been a B, but... um. I'm mad at her for the uh peppermint thing. Next is Ekin Sue, who I love, but she just didn't get enough for me. So she's from Love Island, UK. And if you like, you should watch that season anybody. It's fucking hilarious. She is great. Next is Marcus Jordan. We talked about him. Tamara Judge from Real Housewives of Orange County. She was sick during some of these episodes. She wasn't in some challenges. So apparently that continues through the season. So we're gonna have to um,
1: I don't Are know, you? maybe. Do you think that, like, if you were a faithful, would that start to feel suspicious to you? Like, even regardless if she's sick or not, like, would you start to be like, hmm, this person's never here? (laughs) Like, I don't know. I feel like that's not going to help your case. It's not quite like Survivor where you're sitting out of challenges and that can, like, reflect poorly on the team. But, like, I almost wonder if it gets to the point where they're like, hey. This person hasn't been able to be a part of this show for so long. We have to remove them.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, they they took out someone last season. They were a normie for having COVID, which is interesting because I feel like they're all together the whole time. It's like, how did the whole house not get COVID? But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's sketchy. I feel like they wouldn't let someone sit out just to sit out. So I feel like it's pretty obvious that they're a faithful because mm-hmm. if they were a trader, i feel like they would just like quick like do a, a flip this is only a 10 day thing so like there's only so much you can miss without before you're like you're not in the show anymore they, like it's yeah. 10 days yeah so yeah um i i couldn't even pick them at like tamra sheree was from real housewives of atlanta again no screen time Kevin is from Bling Empire and he's the one who had no clue who anybody was. Um insane plan between him and Peter. I can't believe Kevin just went along with that without knowing Peter at all. Like Peter's half brain scheme, Kevin's just like, "All right, cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. for you." It's like, "What the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? What is the logic behind that?" That's crazy. What did you think about that their plan?
1: It's to dumb. It was a- Yeah. It's- <laughs> it's a dumb plan it's a very bad plan agreed so quick question because you tend to have a a connection to the inside world so when they do stuff like the circle or love is blind or any of those shows they're sometimes filming two or three seasons in like one big chunk and then Mm. spreading them out do you know if season one of the traitors had come out before they started filming this season.
0: Yes, because they didn't film this until September of 2023. Started okay. So filming on September 21st. That's like three months ago. Isn't that crazy? That's
1: crazy. That's a quick turnaround time then. Okay. Just yeah. because like, you never know, like they could be coming into this, not even fully understanding what the show is. And thus they're like right. trying whatever strategy.
0: No, they had plenty <laughs> they of get, time. Yeah.
1: They had plenty of time to, to, bone up on what this show is and like what's a good or dumb move so that makes it an extra dumb plan but- yeah so
0: it's, so the next one is peter weber he's from the bachelorette and he it seems like he was about to say something really smart like he's like i forget what he was strategizing about but the first chunk of it sounded so smart and i was like oh this guy's smart and then it goes so me and you were gonna vote for each other throw people off seem like we're gonna act really tense with each other i'm like what Are you talking about all you're gonna do is get one of you voted off and then the next one of you voted off? That's just how this goes. Fucking crazy.
1: It clearly worked on poverty because she was like, Kevin, obviously. Yeah, but (laughs) but that's the scene we missed is when Peter said, I think it's Kevin, and she said, Oh, yeah, sure, that's probably who it is.
0: (laughs) Okay, that had to have happened, right? That had to have happened. Okay.
1: that's headcanon a, for us. That's what we're gonna conclude. Is that Peter, Peter just pulled her aside and was like, I have a sneaking suspicion it's Kevin? And she's like, All right, got this my phone. show
0: is so <laughs> it the show is every episode is 18 minutes too long. This yes. needs to be a 42-minute tighten the shit up. What is going on? You're telling me you couldn't put a 30-second conversation of them talking, but you had to get all these like As every time they come in was from a commercial sporting
1: pre- the yeah. the challenge in the third episode is literally 24 minutes long like we did not need that much time yeah with these people running around in a graveyard like it's not that interesting yeah
0: so when you're watching survivor it's very rarely like a commercial break in between the challenge so you fit the challenge in a commercial break right in this show it's the type of thing where it's like traitors Uh, open your eyes whatever the fuck it is and then it's like it goes to commercial break and then they open it up with saying the same thing so you waste 20 seconds recapping what you just did before the break and that happens 14 times during the episode because it's peacock and they have a thousand episodes it takes up it's got to take up at least five or six but it's also
1: extra confusing because it's peacock it's not on any tv station so we don't need the reset no. Like we're sitting here, we watched the two minutes of ads that you sent us. Like, let's just keep this sh- this train rolling. Um, The other, God damn. it it is it's really frustrating. And I think the other big difference is like, I don't feel like the challenges in the traders really do anything to help push the plot of the traders along. You know what no. I mean? Like Survivor, it's like they're going for an immunity challenge. They're also like proving their value or their danger to the rest of the group throughout that. You know what I mean? Like it's all kind of just like, and then we need to fill some time. Like I would rather see them do less absurd challenges. And it's just like putting them through intense. uh, I'm going to compare it to, to the circle again, but like on the circle, because they're trapped inside this apartment for the entirety of the show, it's icebreaker games. Yeah, And they do icebreaker games to get to know each other better, and that's how they're able to see cracks in people's stories. Yeah, Like, I'd be way more interested if they never left the castle and just were forced to do icebreaker games with each other and start to, like, see cracks in people's stories on who's the traitor trying to like cover up what they were up to or different things like that.
0: Something that could, yeah, help the faithfuls find the traitors too. Yeah. But the thing about... Yeah, the challenges
1: are not helping them figure out who's a traitor one iota. The only
0: thing the challenges are doing is giving them shields now, which is the only advantage. But as we know from season one, Alan's just going to give you the full 250 no matter if you get it or not. Like, they didn't get 250 last year and they're like... Surprise, you have the whole two hundred and fifty. Hell yeah, yeah, brother. And it's like, okay, well then what's the where's the stakes in actually yeah. doing this? Like it's funny because to see it could be season. such a
1: great show, but like yeah. there is a lot of flaws in this show that need totally. to be hammered out.
0: So many. Um, it would be fucking iconic if the challenges did matter and they only got like $90,000 of the 250. And that was the pot instead of 250. Like that would be hilarious to me. Like if they truly couldn't get it together. And so the challenges did matter. If someone's being dumb, you might vote them off because they're being dumb. Not because you think they're a traitor or faithful. Like there could be layers, it's, but there's it's no the same stakes. thing.
1: That, it's the same thing that frustrates me on like too hot to handle on Netflix where, like if they do anything sexual, be it kissing or whatever, they lose money from the pot. But then they'll just like randomly be like, "Hey, you're almost out of money. Here's some games where you can win money back." And it's like, no, that's not the show. Yeah. Like, I want the season where they deplete that jackpot to zero dollars, and they just have to send them home.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Exactly.
1: Like, I don't like. I don't want to see shitty people who can't keep their heads to themselves for two weeks. Like. Walk away with more money than I'll ever see in my life. Like, where's the fun in that? The fun was seeing them lose the money because they're idiots. Uh, we, I think we have one more person left that we have to talk about who I actually was very charmed by Deontay? how out of his element he is in this. He's yeah. like, not credit to where credit's due. Deontay and Larissa, they are acting like wait, these Or are... wait, who's the second person? Sorry, I'm stumbling over Larsa. Larsa, Larsa.
0: <laughs> That's close. You were close. You just added yeah. like two letters.
1: Deontay and Larsa, they are treating these deaths like this person is genuinely dead and gone forever.
0: <laughs> weeping. He's giving Andy <laughs> from last season with just the upset and or like Cody. Cody was feeling it too last season, I think. Yeah. But, but for it's being like... a faithful, he was like, <laughs> he's weeping. <laughs>
1: Larsa, when they announced Marcus, she's like literally like clutching pearls, reaching a ahead. <laughs> like...
0: it, it is silly, but, you know, I like how like, guess what? serious eight they're days, taking
1: it. In eight days, you're going to see Marcus
0: again. I know. I like the dramatics, though, and I think like they're playing it up. And it's probably the thing about that. I was saying is last year when it was half celebrities, half normies, I feel like there's less meddling and manipulation you can do. Like, I don't remember there ever being any sort of like Sandra Parvati, like listening up against the door, like all those little beats where it's like fully acting where there's the cameraman in the room being like, okay, now act like you're listening at the door. Like if this one feels way more like almost scripted reality show, like this could be, this feels like something where they're doing a little acting bits and then they're like, okay, wait, repeat that, but do this because They all have a contract. They all know the gig. They're all getting paid to be there. Yeah. Regardless of winning the pot.
1: I guess for me, what I liked about having the normies mixed in there, because you see this on like any time that they do these shows, right? When they do like all these past contestants coming back to Survivor, I assume I haven't watched those yet, but I'll get there. But like even a show on Netflix, like the perfect match, like. Everybody who's in reality TV is watching all of the other reality TV and already knows all of the people there. So they know how to manipulate and push those buttons. Mm -hmm. And I like throwing in people that they don't know because then it forces them to have to not have this full knowledge of every single person and start from scratch. Like it levels the playing field in a weird way. But who knows? Either way, it's still one of my favorite reality shows because I just... I love this shit and I, yeah. I, I eat this up and I can't wait for more episodes in just a few more days.
0: It's funny because I I felt protective over Suri last season, but not like I feel protective over poverty. Like when she was doing the Chalice the chalice thing, I was having a heart attack. I couldn't breathe. Yeah. Right. And then an hour later, we we're like, I'm like in the Catskills with my friends in a big house, like whatever. An hour later, I got a pang of anxiety and I was sitting next to Alex and I go, guess what? I just got anxious about the traders." Like I was like, <laughs> it was an hour later and I was like, I'm worried for Parvati. And that's that's called mental illness.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say great TV, but yes, you're right. It's called <laughs> mental illness, too.
0: Um, But yeah, I'm I'm having so much fun. I was devastated that they didn't just drop all 10 at once. I want to just rip through this. I don't want to do this week to week. I think that I don't know. How do you feel about that? Le-
1: uh, like I've said TV? this before, I believe, I heard someone else say this, and I truly believe it, that being able to binge something only benefits mediocre things. Um, okay. In the sense of great television, you will be willing to wait to watch the next episode of, yep. where, like, if all 10 episodes of some mediocre dog shit sitcom drops on Netflix, like after two episodes in, I'm like, well, I guess I might as well finish it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, because it's, it's all here. Week, but if it's week to week, I'm like, by episode two, I'm like, you know what? I don't need to keep doing this every week. Like, totally. great shows will not be affected whether all the episodes drop at once or not.
0: Yep. But, yeah, that's beautifully said. Agreed.
1: Yeah, so so yeah, this is great enough that, you know, it, and it gives us stuff like this. Like, you and I have such a friendship based on our love of television mm-hmm. that, like, sure would we even text each other if all of the season of survivor dropped in one day, we'd have like one day of talking about it. And then yeah. we'd completely like bonk out on it. You know okay, what I mean? Well, but,
0: well survivor, I, I would want week to week. Survivor week to week is I mean? necessary, but that's what I but, mean.
1: Even something yeah. like succession, if succession just dropped an entire season yeah. in one chunk, I don't even think you'd really remember as much of what happened in that season. Cause you'd watch it all as this like eight yeah. to 10 hour experience. that yep. was. That The first time I realized that I didn't like binge watching, I can literally pinpoint it was the second season of Orange is the New Black. I had people over. We watched the entire season that day. And if you gave me a million dollars, I could not tell you what happened in that season because it just all bled together as like a thing. And then I never watched Orange is the New Black again because I was like, I genuinely have no attachment to these characters to remember anything that happened last season.
0: Yeah, and I agree. I've Famously, am um, also the same. I I love like Prestige TV, Sunday night HBO shows are like yeah. everything to me, like what whatever. So I get it. I watch Grey's Anatomy every single week. Yeah, I understand. Exactly. But uh this show is different. I'm like, I want to <laughs> give it to me. I'm I'm craving it. Cause like I feel like Survivor is like an hour and a half long. By the end of the episode, I'm like, okay. I'm good. I'm. Mean, I'm backlogging all the old seasons I haven't seen before, and me and my girlfriend will watch them in like three days. Like we'll binge yeah. it, whatever. And that's, I mean, I did that with great. season one,
1: but yeah. but again, like season one, I watched that two weeks ago. I can barely remember who the contestants were. Sue, but I but I can R- tell you, Richard. but I can in detail tell you almost every contestant of the last season of Survivor because I. Spent 12, 12 weeks, weeks with them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, and so. you were on a podcast about it, talking about it. You got to know name.
1: One episode. <laughs> no, it does
0: help, though. Like, by episode yeah. two for the pod, I was like, I know everyone's names. And past seasons, I'm like, who are these people? And yeah. what are well, their names? I'm like, the blonde girl, the brunette girl.
1: And that's any show. It's any show that involves elimination. Like, you know, it, it sucks to be one of the first two or three people eliminate it from any of those shows because you will at most you will be a trivia question
0: exactly (laughs) you know
1: what i mean like like no one's gonna really remember you in detail because they only got to spend about 30 to 40 minutes around you
0: if you even got any screen time so yeah
1: so yeah all right all right
0: so i don't know what our cadence is gonna be i have a feeling i'm gonna want to hop on every week um that's fine. Uh, like maybe we'll have some different people, but mostly it'll probably be Matt. Um The but- only other
1: person that I know is Joe from Fright School and White People yeah. Problems is a huge Traders watcher. So yeah. maybe, maybe yeah. you can mix in him too.
0: But- I can mix in Alex too. Um, she loves it. So um, I- we'll be back. I'm. I fucking love the show. I can't wait to talk about it. But there'll be quick <laughs> episodes. Like there's no way we can talk for more than like 30 minutes on like a next episode. You know yeah. what I mean? Like this we know was, everybody this was longer
1: because we were setting up the table exactly. of like, who are all these people now? It's just going to be like, here's the things that happened. Yep. And be done with it. Cool.
0: All right. Well, Matt, thanks. We'll, we'll be back. And, um, if you're listening to this on a Trader's feed or a Survivor feed, uh, we're Benchtown TV. You can go to our main feed, which is uh, Benchtown TV on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Um, we've got a lot of things going on right now. We're doing True Detective. We have a lot of anime shows happening right now. Uh, we just finished Beacon 23. 3 You guys on. have
1: been going anime crazy lately. I know. It's the <laughs> Your bo- brother the keeps sending me new feeds for Geekscape and I'm like, "What the hell is this show?"
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> like... So, let's see. It's um Cuz I'm I am out
1: of the loop on anime. That is like the genre right. that I have never been able to get into. I'm I know. I just, just set up a good. true detective one. I know yeah. that I set up um well, there's a lot that just end it. That's the other problem.
0: Exactly. So, we just ended uh Fall of the House of Usher recently. That was a big one. A Murder at the End of the World was a big was a big one of course gen v the witcher this is just silo is a huge one for you guys silo was gigantic we do yellow jackets and shadow and bone we're doing reacher that's the one i'm missing reacher and percy jackson that's okay. the new the new that are airing like right now so i haven't even seen true detective yet i'm like dying to see it but the emmys are tonight so not yeah. tonight baby it's time to watch the emmys on the big screen and the eagles on the little screen on mute <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but Matt, thanks for coming on. I can't wait to walk through the season. Um, what is your favorite thing you're doing podcast wise right now before we? Uh,
1: let's talk about Weird Algorithm. Weird Algorithm. Yeah. Uh, it's myself and Matt Milligan of the band Weedis. Uh, also famous for his Simpsons episode of my, my favorite, favorite episode, episode of, of. Yeah. Um, RIP. Go check out our back catalog on that. Uh, yeah. But he uh, him and I are working our way through all of Weird Al stuff. We've got some we've had some pretty awesome guests on the show uh and we've got even more awesome guests on the horizon based on some emails that i've been uh exchanging with some people i never thought in a million years i would talk to on a podcast so that's probably the one i'm i'm most thrilled about and i think that it's a great entry level for anybody uh even if you don't really care that much about weird al um we get on so many side tangents that I think anybody can just kind of dive in. And if nothing else, it'll give you more of appreciation of how skilled of a uh, comedian and musician he is, because we really dive into we're, we're not afraid to call out when he does a bad song and when yeah. he and then celebrate when he does a great song. So awesome. Uh, check it out.
0: All right. Thanks, Matt. And we are town TV. And thanks for listening.